This is the Field of Streams Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by Fangraphs. Hello and welcome to the Field of Streams Podcast for Wednesday, May 27th. I'm your host, Dylan Higgins, joined by my co-host, Matthew Dewaskin. Matt, how are you doing today? Uh, well. Yeah? Yes. I feel like you don't say that very often. Well, I'm usually not doing well, you know, usually either professionally or... Fantasy-wise, I'm struggling. Today, I'm, I'm Not today. Both are, are reasonably reasonably acceptable. That's good to hear. Um, yeah, you you just told me before we started recording that I sound raspy, which is hopefully not the case. I, raspier than usual. I, you know, I don't. You know, comparing it to the voice that I've heard for you know the last you know few years, I've been talking yeah. to you. I uh, hopefully I don't know. I'm not a very raspy dude in general. Oh, no, you're not. That's why it was kind of so shocking when I heard you sound like you smoked, you know, a pack of Marlboro Reds. Yep. Nope. Not the case. Did not pick up cigarettes. Back those eaters in, in Portland, are you? Nope. Not a not a cigarette smoker. Not a thing. Well, <laughs> we're gonna look at uh, field of streams picks for well. Thursday and Friday, and first we're gonna look at DFS picks for yep. Wednesday, though. Okay. Uh, Wednesday, uh, pretty good day. Pretty good day for stuff. Matt, we start at catcher. Who do you have at catcher? On okay, Wednesday? I'm zeroing in. You know, you're going to see. You're going to hear this name come up a lot, and mm-hmm. it's betting against Chris Young. Okay. Re- wait, really? Yeah. But you love Chris Young. I pick him when he has an attractive matchup that I feel he will do well in. But yeah. this is not one of them. Not in New York, huh? No, not in New York, and not against Brian McCann. No. I can see that. Yeah, McCann. McCann the other day was kind of day to day. Oh. But uh, but no, well he it was when they had that fourteen run game the night before he exited early and he's like I'll be fine and the next day he comes in and it just has a huge game just like everybody he's fine yes and yeah it's just fly balls in Yankee Stadium that's the story yeah yeah pretty much and the other name I, the other name I had written down was Stephen Vogt against uh, Alfredo Simon Dylan did you know that uh, Stephen Vogt is the best hitting catcher against right handed pitching. In the world right now? I didn't know that. I might have guessed that, but yeah. I didn't know that off the top of my head. But, uh. Yeah, just kill. Is an OPS over a thousand against Reddies this year. He's just killing it. Yeah, I can see that. Um, I also notice Wilson Ramos gets John Lester. He gets a lefty, but I've mentioned this before. John Lester is once again John Lester. So that's not a great matchup for him. I like Ramos against a lefty. I think he's dependable, has some pop, but yeah, he's pretty okay. And I don't know. Evan Gaddis gets Ubaldo, but Ubaldo, as we've talked about, can't vote for him, can't vote against him. You know, it's, it's tough. But I mean, I could see Evan Gaddis doing well, but uh, that's tough. That's tough. So, uh, yeah, Jan Gomes is back. Are you a Jan Gomes guy? Yeah, not in his first week back. I'd like to see him get you know a few games in his belt before I go pick him in DFS. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I like uh, McCannon vote. You might pay for both of them, but I don't have a problem with that at all. Yeah. Okay, how about first base? My okay. first base luggers. First base, I, I think this is this isn't a day to go under the radar. Uh-huh. This is the day for obvious obvious picks. Okay, and the two I had at the top of my top of my list is. Uh, uh, Jose Abreu against uh, Marco Estrada uh-huh. in Toronto. Yeah, always Marco Estrada. 
Abreu already put one into orbit against Ari Dickey. He's probably going to, he's, you know, in, in his last four game, last four starts, Estrada's given up five home runs. Uh-huh. And that's a pro- I can't believe it's that low. Yeah, that's the thing. So last year, Estrada can be a pretty competent pitcher and has okay peripherals otherwise, but last year he just started allowing a million home runs. And then the offseason, I remember he was traded to Toronto, and I was like, really? That's, I mean, if there's Bad one matchup. place, I mean, the the only worst place to go as a homer-prone pitcher is Coors, you know. Yeah. He went to Toronto, and you're like, uh-oh. And so far this year, living up to that reputation, I feel like. Yeah. And nobody should be the least bit surprised. And the other name I had written down was uh, the immortal Joey Votto. Yes. Uh, against Kyle Kendrick at home in Cincinnati. You do love pitching against, uh, or hitting against Kyle Kendrick. Uh, for good reason. For good reason. I, I, I just, I just, one of these days, he's just gonna get blasted, and it's gonna be the greatest day ever. Yeah. Well, his, he's been dependably kinda blasted for a while. Yeah. I, I, I agree with that. I, I had him. I have Vado. Um, do you like Mark Teixeira against Chris Young? Mark Teixeira against Chris Young? Yeah. You know, I, Tex, yeah, I could, I, I, I still think, I, yeah, yeah, I guess I could see it, yeah. You know, it, the only thing is he has to hit a home run, otherwise he's not going to be productive. Yeah, he's not hitting, not collecting that many hits in general. No. Yeah. I, against right-handed pitching this year, he has 26 hits, 10 of them are home runs. Yeah. <laughs> it's still productive in fantasy. It is, but he has to hit a home run to be productive. I just think if, if you're kind of li- you're kind of limited there with with, with Teixeira. And, that makes him a little bit boomer bust for sure. Well, yeah, but exactly. You know, but in, in my opinion, the goal is, is to not get zeros. You know, you, you, you those, those zeros in DFS absolutely kill you. Uh-huh. Yeah, you need a little bit. I can yeah, see you, that you, for sure. You've got, you've got to get something out of every spot, and I think if you're, unless it's a, a super favorable matchup, possibly like against Chris Young, I could see going with Tex. But I, I think this is the day for the obvious pick. I think this is the day you want your your Joey Votto's, you want your your, your Jose Abreu's. Okay, yeah. Um, what about uh Lucas Duda at Shauna Sullivan? Do you like that? I mean, I know you like Shauna Sullivan more than you should, but I would be okay with that, Dylan. Yeah, you'd, you'd be all right with that. <laughs> okay, I, I when I was doing research for the show, I noticed that Lucas Duda actually has no PS over a thousand in left handed pitching this year. Yeah. Albeit, it's I think it's in about fifty plate appearances in total. But even still, he's you know when he faces in against lefty, he's killing it. Yeah. When he's against righty, he's seven seventy. That's fine. You know, he's. Yeah. I, I think most of the power this year for for Lucas Duda is coming against left handed pitching. If I'm not mistaken, he's got two homers against. Uh, right-hand righties, and he's got four against lefties. Right, so. which is weird. That's not his career norm, you know. Some weird stuff going on for Duda this year. He's had a pretty decent year overall, you know. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's interesting. I don't know whether to buy it or not, but it's something I definitely want to keep an eye on. Absolutely. You know, we saw that with Rizzo a bit as he learned to hit fellow lefties also, which yeah. is kind of made him turn a corner and become a really dependable fantasy guy. I don't... Not trying to say Lucas Duda is going to rise to Anthony Rizzo levels, but kind of interesting when they figure that out. No, I I think you just said that Lucas Duda is Anthony Rizzo's exact twin, and you'd be foolish to not have him over Rizzo in a fantasy lineup. Clearly where I went with that. That's Um, what I heard. Matt Adams versus Josh Colmenter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. This is a data stack 
Cardinals lefties against Josh Colmenter. Sure, the Mats. I, I would, I would look other other places in the Cardinals roster than Matt Adams, but yeah. That's just... Sure, and then the last one I had, uh, Miguel Cabrera against Scott Casimir. I like Miguel Cabrera against lefties, but I say this every time. Kind of like Lester, he's too good of a lefty. You don't really want that. So, yeah, I agree. There's too many other good options at first base. I think so what, too. Yeah, I, get, I think it's a day to be obvious at first. Really yep. What about second base? Second base, I the, the best matchup I saw on paper is uh, Colton Wong against Josh Colmenter. Okay. I'm a huge Colton Wong guy. Big fan of his. Yeah. He, he just he, he fills up a stat sheet. Is what he does. You know, he he, he I, I get the impression he he will find a way he find he will find a way to get points more often than not. Uh-huh. So um, that's 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 where I'm I'm leaning if I'm looking at at second base is sure the one that sticks out to me um, I'm looking at ESPN's MLB schedule right now Neil Walker of the Pirates gets undecided for Miami uh, it's Brad Hand or I should say I should say Bad Hand Brad Hand is uh who's gonna go there well guess what. Undecided is about as intimidating as Brad Hand. No, no, no. Nothing is less intimidating than Brad Hand. <laughs> yeah. Um, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, man. Brad Hand's pitching? Dylan, deal me out. Well, uh... This is a bad hand. Oh, goodness. Well, the thing about Brad Hand is he's left-handed. Also, he's not that great. Um, so, Neil Walker's a switch hitter. I believe he prefers righties. That makes uh, some righties in that lineup a little more interesting. I think that makes... We're jumping ahead here, but uh, that's going to make Starling Marte the guy. It's the big right-handed bat. I guess Andrew McCutcheon, if you're believing in him, too. But, yeah, yeah we'll get to that more on the outfield. I think he's won an you know, MVP or two. Yeah. Pretty good guy. Yeah. Um, we'll talk about that more later. So that makes Neil Walker a little less interesting, because he's not as good against lefties, but it's Brad Hand. He'll be fine. I'm not worried about it at all. Uh, but yeah, I like Colton Wong. Uh, Jason Kipnis gets Colby yeah, Lewis. Yeah, uh, he's got... He's oh, you gotta pay for it, though. And he gets Colby Lewis. You gotta pay for it, though. It yeah, be, you can be paying through the nose for that. You really are. Um, but I could see the good game there. Absolutely. I could see that going fine. Daniel Murphy gets your boy, Sean O'Sullivan. I'm just gonna pick on Sean O'Sullivan all the time. Cause you know you're like gonna him. pick on me for... Being interested in the mighty righty. Yeah, basically. Um, okay, how about third base? Uh, What's third, third base? base one stuck out to you? I, I really like Mike Moustakis against Michael Pineda. Really? Yes. But Michael Pineda's so good. Uh, have you seen some of the stat lines he's been throwing up recently? No, apparently not. I remember when everybody was so excited about his peripherals. Yeah. Slowing down? There have been a few turds in the punch bowl this past few weeks. Oh, yeah? I uh, gave up four, four runs on, oh no, seven runs, four earned on eight hits and one walk against Texas. That one slipped uh, by me. Five, five earned against Kansas City on ten hits with only one strikeout. I want to reel this back just for a second. You know that I title the episodes based on random phrases we say during the episode. Yes. Do you come up with things just to drop in, like turds in the punch bowl, just like baiting me? 
praise, dude. Yeah, it sure it is. But I'm wondering if you drop that, hoping that you can make the tagline for the episode. I I do hope I can make the tagline, but I don't think I'm going to make it for that phrase. I I will let you know I wrote it down. It's in consideration. Do you actually write down like wacky things that I say for consideration? Sometimes, or when I go back through and edit. Yeah, we're kind of showing uh, showing how it's made here with this discussion. But yeah, honestly, I, I I just assume you just you go through and edit, and you know you, you find the, the line that made you laugh the hardest, and, and you put that in as a tag. Sometimes, yeah, but that's kind of how I always pictured it. I had to write down turds in the punch bowl, so there you go. <laughs> but. uh... Well, way, his, his last two starts have been absolute stinkers. He's only got five strikeouts in, in his last two. He, he just, I, ever since that, that ridiculous 16K game, I think he's kind of come crashed back to earth. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if there's a, you know, if, you know, he threw 111 pitches in that game. I don't know if there's a hangover from that, but it wouldn't shock me if there was. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. It, yeah. I don't know. It's hard to bet. I mean, it's Yankee Stadium. That's always nice. You know? I don't, th- you know, I don't think it is that hard to, you know, I, I don't think he's as good as he was showing, and I don't think he's he's as bad as he's been. Uh-huh. But I just, I, I'm not necessarily afraid of Michael Pineda. Yeah, that makes sense. I I get it. I get it. Okay. Um, I like the flip side of that matchup. Alex Rodriguez gets Chris Young. If he's a third baseman in your format, you know. It's not a platoon advantage, but as we've discussed, I'm not sure that matters with A-Rod this year. Mm. And he has enough power and can put it in the air in his Yankee Stadium. Okay. I like that. I, I kind of think we have to mention Matt Carpenter against Shot yes. Colter. Yes, that was the other name I had. Sick. I mean, for, for some reason, Carpenter's hitting for power this year that I kind of didn't expect. Yep, he's a good hitter all around. <laughs> Matt just, Carpenter. Good, good hitter. hitter. Yep, there you go. That's my analysis. Matt Carpenter, good hitter. Um, yeah, I I like that again. The Matt stack of St. Louis. Josh Colmenter is not very good. No, he's not. No. Okay, and then shortstop. Okay, shortstop. This has been such a black hole this year. There are, are uh, the, the three top shortstops against right-handed pitching this year are in order: Johnny per- Peralta, Brad uh-huh. Miller, and Brandon Crawford. Uh-huh. All three are facing righties on 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 Wednesday. Right, which is bad. And, Huh? Which is bad or no? No, no, they're the, the, the three best, the, the three highest OPSs against right-handed pitching this year. So okay, far. you said Peralta, Crawford, and who? Mil- Brad Miller. Okay, Brad Miller, if I'm not mistaken, is the only one with the uh, platoon advantage, though. I think we get okay, a little. I guess in that case, we want to lead towards Brad Miller. Right. Well, I th- here's the thing that I struggle with a lot because my first step is always. Uh, bad pitcher. You look for the bad pitcher. Because I ignore, like, Felix Hernandez is in Tampa Bay, so, like, I'm not going to pick any Rays. Okay. And then I see, like, Sean O'Sullivan. Just in terms of my process of how I look at picks, for me, I start with bad pitchers, which I think is a good step, and then I go to, like, platoon advantage. Who in the lineup has the platoon advantage? And I think that is foolish on my part. Or, not foolish, but, like, it's a process. I'm figuring out how to do my process, and I think that sticking to platoon advantages always can be a problem. So, like, Johnny Peralta likes to hit lefties in his career, but you're right. You know, he's killing righties this year, and even though he's right-handed, that that's something to take note of, you know. I'm admitting my shortcomings. Okay, well, what's going on. Just, 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 okay, he, he hits well against right-handed pitching, and he's getting Josh Colemanter. Does that, I mean... Yes. Are, yes. are we looking at a boogeyman here? I mean, come no. on. No, no, I wasn't. I was... 
I was over-explaining my yeah, process. Yeah, you really were. And you, it's it's kind of why I, I, I came down with the hammer of Matt. I'm fine with it. I, I like this pick. doesn't have the platoon advantage. I don't think it matters. Josh Colmenter is not good. Okay. Okay, and then you said Brandon Crawford. Hmm. And Brandon Crawford gets Mike Fires. You've also, you're on record as not believing in Brandon Crawford. Yeah. I, again, I was just I, I, shortstop has been such a black hole for me this year. Yeah, that th- those are you know the, the three the three best matchups that I, or the th- the three best hitters against right-handed pitching mm-hmm. at shortstop this year that I saw all get right hand all get right-handers. You know, yeah. I I would just I, honestly I'd probably pick the cheapest one just hope I got lucky. Yeah. Do you remember when you believed in Danny Santana? Is that gone? Uh, I yeah. It's hard. It's hard. What it's about sad. Her? I don't know. I, I'm just checking in. Not a thing anymore, right? Um, he's still on my roster in a few leagues because I don't have a choice. I was gonna say the leagues where you can't do anything. Yes, those are the leagues where I can't make any cut or I can't cut anyone. Yeah. Um, Brad Miller gets Chris Archer. That is a platoon advantage, but Chris Archer is good. Chris Archer you know, is even, even good pitchers. You know. Even good pitchers, even Sandy Koufax, he have a freaking home run every now and then. It can happen, but I, I like Johnny Peralta. I like Johnny Peralta against lefties for sure, and you're you're correct. Like he's been good against righties. I think it just Josh Colmenter is not great. You're right about the Cardinal stack uh, against Arizona, for sure. Um, do you like Marcus Semien against Alfredo Simone? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I don't. I think he, he uh, Simeon might have pressed himself out of. You know, out of being on a roster for me this year, so yeah, or being in a DFS lineup, I should say. Yeah, not with this defense though. Oh boy, have you seen how many errors he's been making? Uh, a no. lot. That's oh, all. It's it's has nothing to do with DFS other than he might eventually push himself off the position. Oh boy, yeah. having trouble with the glove. Okay, and then how about outfield? Plenty of outfielders. Okay. Outfield, mm, I, the, you know the, the the Cardinals lefties. I I, I kind of like against Josh Colmenter again. If we're going back to that, uh, Jason Hayward, you know, he he's 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 just the kind of guy who's going to torture me his entire career. Yeah, he's, with he's the potential. Like, he's like just good enough to be completely disappointing. Yeah, and that is so infuriating when you you just see you see a guy with his size, his speed, his you know the ability that he has flashed, and. I'm sure he's. I'm sure he's going to go over four against Josh Coleman. Whatever. I'm still going to put him in my DFS lineup just yep. because I think he might do well. Could Homer could have speed, but may very well go over four. He, yeah, he he finds a lot of ways to make outs. That's sad. It's frustrating. But um, other stats I would I would be interested in uh, the Oakland A's against Alfredo Simone. I kind of I kind of like their outfield options. Yeah. Start with Josh Reddick. Yeah. Yes. I was starting with Josh Reddick, and I wouldn't be scared off of Mark Canna. Yeah. Or who's is there one of those? Sam or uh, not Sam Fold? Um, <laughs> no, not Billy Sam Burns. Fold. Billy Burnsing up the base paths. Mister Burns. Mister Burns. There you go. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, he had a big day the other day. It's he's a BABIP guy. There's not much power, but can swipe second base, third base. He, I don't know. He's going to be cheap is the main point there. And, yeah, Alfredo Simone is, doesn't strike out enough guys, and Mr. Burns is somebody that wants to put stuff in play. So, yeah, I like that as a cheap option, Mr. Burns. 
indeed. I mentioned some guy named Andrew McCutcheon gets Brad Hand, which is a plus. I liked him against Undecided. I like him even more against left-handed, left-handed oh, Brad uh, Hand. This is also a day for the. Uh, okay. Yeah, this is also a day for the for the Reds lefties. Like, I kind of, I'm I'm not scared off of Jay Bruce. I am scared off of Brennan Bush and Skip Schumacher, though. Yes, that is not a thing. Brendan Bosch is not a thing. Probably scared off of Billy Hamilton, too. He's, yeah, he got moved way down the lineup, understandably so. Yeah, he's, yeah. Um, yeah, like McCutcheon. Again, I mentioned Starling Marte. Mm. Starling Marte. That's pretty much over, right? Billy Hamilton. <sighs> he okay. plays enough defense that I think they're going to stick with him. They're also so bad. Like, I don't know where they're going to go. Like, if they don't play him, they play Brendan Bosch in center field. Like, and it's not like Ooh. Billy Hamilton's going to go get better at AAA. Like, he's their center fielder, and they're not about to trade to like compete, you know. So I True. think he's going to. At, at some point, I think we, we as a fantasy community just have to kind of like look at each other and agree that this is kind of not happening. Oh yes, I thought you just meant like about his job with the oh, Reds. Oh no, no, no. I, I'm he's going to keep his job just because they don't have much else. But and he's a decent. He was probably pretty good defensive center fielder, and that has a lot of value. But no, he's not going to suddenly learn to hit. He's not going to suddenly get on base. Like, he's not. He's not good. He's he's not good. I'm sorry. It sounds you, nobody wants to be mean, but he's not good. So, do you whoa, like? Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I'm I'm perfectly fine with being mean. Okay. Well, Matt wants to be mean. I don't I want to be mean, but I'm okay with it. I, I, okay, I guess your statement is correct. Nobody wants to be mean. Yeah. Should I um, be mean? I'm I'm not going to, you know, go cry in my pillow. Well, why did I be... Why was I mean to Billy Hamilton? No, why is Billy Hamilton bad? Yeah, that's that's the thing. Um, do you like any of the Dodgers righties against Alex Wood? Alex Wood is also not... I mean, he's gotten it together a little bit, but he's still been disappointing this year. And the Dodgers are mostly left-handed, but... Uh, I would think of Scott Vance like if he gets in the lineup or Alex Guerrero. Yeah, gets in against a lefty. I can kind of see. I could see. I could see Guerrero before I could see just about any, any of the other guys. Scott Vance likes pretty good. He's pretty good. If you need a cheap option, I would be, and he, assuming he's in the lineup, which you have to check. Yes, on. you have to check. But that's what he he hits right. He's not bad either. He has numbers that make you wonder why he's not a major league regular. But at the same time, there's probably a reason for that. Uh, but yeah, I would keep an eye on them. I think they're both good options for if they get in the lineup. Um, and then, do you like any Brewers against Ryan Vogel song? Yeah. Again, it's going to be righty on righty, but that's not the you worst could, thing. You, you could talk me into Crush Davis. That's Crush with a K H O. Yeah. Uh, talk me into Ryan Braun. Um, yeah. I, I, I could. Those are the two that I would I would be targeting. Yeah, I can see that. There's plenty of oh, options yeah, there. Car, yeah, Car, Car, Carlos Gomez also. Yeah, he he's he eats righties pretty well. Yeah, the Brewers outfield could all do fine. They've been disappointing, yeah. but they have the skill to hit Ryan Vogelsong, who is not intimidating. No. Okay, and then finally pitchers. There's a lot of options. It looks like I there there are two that are like. Obvious to me that okay. are where I want to be. Okay. Well, um, who you got? I, I'm I'm more than willing to pay full price for Garrett Cole at home against Miami. Yes. And I'm willing to pay full price for Noah Syndergaard at home against Philadelphia. You're on the Syndergaard train. 
Against Philadelphia and Sean O'Sullivan. He has to outpitch Sean O'Sullivan, yes. Yeah, your boy, Sean O'Sullivan. Sadly, yeah. The, the mighty righty. There is going to be a situation where I get to use him this year. You're excited. Probably on the contest, not DFS. Who knows, though? I'm, not, I'm, I'm afraid to say anything. Yeah. Um, how about Max Scherzer at the Cubs? Because, yes, they are capable of scoring runs, but they also strike out a lot. They yep. strike out a lot. I think that last I checked, they led baseball in strikeouts. And if you didn't know, Max Scherzer likes to strike guys out. So yeah, he's pretty good at that. The ceiling could be high there. I'm not saying he's going to strike out 15, but like it would also not blow you away mm-hmm. if all of a sudden he came out with a big game. No, um, I wouldn't. Uh, you could also talk me to Lance Lynn at home against it, uh, Arizona. Sure. I like that. I, uh, it's a lot of righties for him to take on, and he likes to strikeout righties. How about Garrett Richards versus the Padres? Hmm. That's, again, righty that's on righty. In, that's, that's still, that's in L.A., so he's the, the D.H. to contend with, too. Yeah. Yeah, I don't... I, who's the Padres D.H.? I have to think about it. Right? <laughs> I don't know, do, you want me, do you want me to tell you? It's going to be Younger v. Salarte. He's going to be their first baseman. You know, like, what do you... I'm not worried about I'll, it. I'll, I'll pull it up. Um, it, w- it would be bad. It, I'm not worried about that. At least, I mean, the Padres well, can score some runs, but that would not be a reason I would avoid considering, that. Considering, you know, they've got the, the <laughs> Venable Will in center field, it's not going to be him. Um, I guess I, I'd probably Willie Middle, Middlebrooks would be the DH, wouldn't he? Maybe. I don't know. The point is, Garrett Richards. Yeah, Jorko, I guess. Ah, he's, don't make or break your pick because of the DH, is the point. I guess, but even still, I I think I'd like it a little bit more in Petco without the DH. Yeah. Um, okay, and then finally, dude, Zach Cranky gets the Braves at home. Why not? Yeah. If yeah. you believe in Zach Cranky, who's been awesome, you should believe in him. Why not? Yeah. I think, yeah, you could talk me into going Granky Syndergaard instead of Cole Syndergaard. Yeah, I, I think it might be the better matchup, honestly. Yeah. So that's a big one. There's a lot of pitching options. You didn't even mention Carlos Carrasco against the Rangers. Yeah. No, not not doing it for you. I don't. You know. Strikeouts. Honestly, he he's not that much different from like a Mike Fires or an Evaldo Jimenez. It's just it's something that I, you know, if if it works, great. But it probably is not going to work. I want to disagree with you, but that is actually a relatively good point. Thank you. Yeah, I, like, you know at what? first I was like, no, and then I was like, oh, yeah, kind of. Don't actually, I want to disagree with me too, but it actually is a good point. Yeah, um, I think he I could do fine against that. Texas, but yeah. yeah. I mean, in that vein, if you want to go cheapish, depending, you know, don't know what his price will be, but Mike Fires against the Giants. The strikeouts raise the floor a fair amount, I feel yes. like. Agreed. That that could help a lot. Like, I had Chase Anderson the other day as my DFS pick against the Cardinals, and he went, like, six innings, two runs, which is decent, but he only struck out four guys. So he didn't do much for me points-wise at all. You know, that's a big you deal. Don't blame, you, you can't blame Chase Anderson for that. It's not his fault. He had a good start. If it were my Field of Streams pick, it would be great. If But for DFS, that doesn't help that much. All he can all he can do is get it there. It, it's not, it's once it leaves his hand, it's not his fault. That's not true in the case of strikeouts, and you know it. That is not what that means. Um, I, I don't, Dylan. I don't see what what the deal with you know hating on on Chase Anderson. I don't, I don't, I don't calm down. I don't hate Chase Anderson. 
Uh, okay. That's, I, I get where you're going with that. Um, <laughs> alright, we're gonna look at Field of Streams picks for Thursday and Friday. Thursday, May 28th, is kind of brutal. No. Okay, well, the Chicago White Sox take on the Orioles two times. Yes. Twice. Yes. And there's not much else to pick from. Um, we'll cut to the chase. You have Mike Wright against your yes. White Sox? Oh, yeah. You're still on the Mike Wright train. More importantly, his fourth start against the the worst advanced scouting in baseball. They've never seen him. Yeah, there aren't many options. Other people, the White Sox are starting a guy called Chris Beck in the second game against what I have is Baltimore undecided. Stephen Wright goes to Texas. Like Buck Farmer goes to the Angels. Kendall Graveman gets the Yankees. Like so, there are some options in the Field of Streams contest, but you don't Wait, want any of them. Chris Heston gets Steve the Braves. Wright's going to Texas. What's that? Stephen Wright's going to Texas. Yes, that's what I have. I'm sorry. Is, is he is he playing in Austin or is it San Antonio? Stephen Wright, the knuckleball pitcher for oh. the Red Sox. Yes. Pardon me. I'm, are you happy? We have our first Stephen Wright joke over the podcast. Okay. There you go. Did I ever tell you my favorite Stephen Wright joke? You didn't. Is it appropriate for this podcast? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, it's, it's very very short, actually. Okay. Uh, he said something like, uh, one day I put instant coffee in the microwave. I almost went back in time. Do crickets? I, do I? Am I too dumb for this joke? Am I too smart for this joke? I don't, I don't, I don't know either of those to be true. I think... Somebody listening to this got a kick out of that. It wasn't me. I do you like Stephen Wright. Fan? Uh, not a huge one. You know what? This is kind of silly. Stephen Wright makes me think of Reservoir Dogs. Of course, he was a DJ. Yes, that's where my mind goes when I think of it's Stephen. The greatest, Wright. <laughs> the greatest bad DJ in the history of the planet. It's good. Um, another option again. So our field of streams picks are all less than fifty percent owned in Yahoo leagues. Chris Heston be eligible against the Braves, but you don't want that. No, the pick is Mike Wright, and he has downside. He's <laughs> you volatile. Agree with me. I have to. Who else am I going to pick? Am I going to pick Chris Beck in Baltimore? Like, no, it's Mike oh, Wright. Okay. Chris, I, I wouldn't pick Chris Sale in Baltimore. Yeah, well, it's Mike Wright versus the White Sox. Let's hope that you're right that they have the worst advanced scouting. Friday <laughs> is a much fuller slate. Ooh, I had four yeah. names I wrote down that I don't really love any of them. Jimmy Nelson gets the D-backs. Jimmy Nelson is inconsistent, but still has pretty decent stats overall and potential. He could do fine. And that's... Most of the D-backs guys are right-handed, so it'd be righty on righty. Lance McCullers gets your White Sox. Eh? And they haven't seen him before. According to Matt, that could mean big Actually. things. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you got to think about it. Flip side of that, Carlos Rodon gets the Astros. I like Carlos Rodon. He has talent. We know that. He has potential. He's frustrating. He's going to be a good pitcher. The Astros just have too many guys that hit lefties real well. He could rack up the strikeouts, and he's very capable of that. That's a boomer bust pick, if there is one. And I still love Hector Santiago. I think you're crazy if you are leaving him on the waiver wire in your league. You know, he's 44% owned. That said, he gets the Tigers, who are not only too good, but too many right-handed bats. So I, that's not a good pick for him. I trusted him last time. I think in Boston it went okay, but not against the Tigers. I don't want it. So um, I'm going with Jimmy Nelson. I'm going with Jimmy Nelson against Arizona. 
I it's not a slam dunk, but I think he's very capable. Jimmy Nelson is 25% owned, despite having a 3.67 ERA and a 1.17 WHIP. He's capable. So, betting against Arizona on the road in Milwaukee. Who do you got for Friday? Do you got your boy Rodon? I I so I so want to take him. He could do fine. He, he could totally strike out ten guys. Absolutely, unquestionably, yes, he could. He could also give up seven runs. Unquestionably, yes, he could, and for that reason, I'm passing on. Yeah. Rodon. It, honestly, I, I've got him in a, in a few my NFBC leagues. I'm not. I couldn't roll him out there this week. Yeah. I, I could not just couldn't. It's do a bad it. matchup. It's a good strikeout matchup, but being left-handed it's, makes it tough. It's a matchup that I want to see as a fan, but I don't want to bet on. Jose Altuve might terrorize him. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Um, my, my guy Chris Capuano gets Oakland. No. A lefty it. versus the worst hitting. Uh, worst I don't care. Stop it. It's Chris Capuano. Stop. I know it is. It was yeah. terrible. I, I embarrass my, my myself and my family with that pick. Yeah. Uh, you're right that Oakland can't hit lefties, but yeah, you need but, to be a little bit better. Like more like Jaime Garcia, I would consider it, you know, because <laughs> he has some talent. But I can't take Chris Capuano. No, no. Um, I I look like long and hard at this. Mm-hmm. I'm I might just you know I I might just punt and go with Mark Burley. In Minnesota. He's been so bad. Has he? He's yeah, been yeah. so bad. I mean, yeah, you can, yeah. and the Minnesota's really bad, I but... with the Burley man, but I, I I, can't I can't do it. Not to talk you out of a bad pick or anything, but... <sighs> you see, I, you should be talking me into these picks, saying, yeah, he, you know, he's, he's been, you know, he's a veteran. practice. He's a veteran. He should know his way around. No, he's not good. I, I'm, I'm really sure. I, I thought this was more of a slam dunk, but I... I, 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 I first I had Rodon, then I, I erased his name. Yeah. Then then I had just question marks written in, and I'm st- I'm still question marks. I this is like a legitimately tough pick for me here. I I you know I I, I guess I'd roll the dice with I I don't want to roll the dice with Santiago. The the real dice roll is McCullers against your White Sox. Yeah, if 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 Lance McCullers had shown any, how I guess his last start wasn't that bad. Actually, yeah. he's he talented. He's got a strikeout per inning. He can, you know In what? two I, starts. I, yeah, he's he, talented. He's a he's a noteworthy prospect. I don't know if he's ready yet, but he's a noteworthy prospect. It's, it's, see, the White Sox against righties this year are bad. Okay, all right, you talk me into it. Alright, I don't mind that pick at all. I'm going a little safer with Nelson, but I don't think McCullers is a bad pick at all. Okay. Alright, those are our picks. We're on Mike Wright for Thursday, Jimmy Nelson and McCullers for Friday. Yeah, and uh, yeah, this is Wednesday. Got a bunch of DFS picks for you. Matt, you got anything going on? Anything to talk about before we get out of here? Uh, no. You? No, I don't. I just like to give you the little tiny podium if you want to. No, I, I, I don't. No, I, I, I've been given enough of a podium, but by our, our gracious host of Fangraphs, I don't, I don't need to. Don't want to exploit it. No. I, first off, you, you, you'd bring down the dreaded edit hammer on me if I, if I went off the reservation anyway. <laughs> uh, depends on where you went. <laughs>
but it's not <laughs> would We'll just cut all that out. All that stuff at the end where Matt talked. Yeah, it would just be silence and then enjoy your baseball. Yeah. No, I don't do that to you. Uh, okay. You know, I, I listen to the shows. I know what goes on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listeners don't know that we record for like two hours every episode, and then yeah, it gets chopped most up. Yeah, it's just like me ranting against the Democratic uh, Party. Oh boy. Um, okay, that will do it for us. On that note, after I cut that last half hour out, here we go. We're gonna yeah, the, last, the forty-five minute rant against uh, um, against gun control. Yeah, there you go. Not that kind of podcast. We'll start a second podcast for you. Um, I'm your host, Dylan Higgins. I'm on Twitter at HigginsFOS. Matt is on Twitter at MattDFP911. We like Still, to hear from you. We're, we're heading into June now. we got to get this taken care of. I got I got some ideas. The wheels are in motion. I, I, the wheels I know are we getting... have ideas. We've got we've to make it happen. That's it's true. It's, it's, uh, this is getting... Every time we mention it, it makes me sadder and sadder. It's it's like a... It's a meme now. It's a show meme. <laughs> Matt's bad Twitter handle. Yep. Pretty much. All right. Well, um, yeah. Thanks for listening. Uh, good luck with your DFS on Wednesday. And we will talk to you on Thursday. Enjoy your baseball. Thank you for listening to the Field of Streams podcast. For more fantasy baseball analysis, visit fangraphs.com slash fantasy or follow us on Twitter at Rotographs.